Welcome back, everybody, to episode 74 of the Wedding Photo Podcast. I am your host, Ulysses Del Toro. Thank you for joining me again. Uh, if you would like to reach out to me, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And you can also join our ever growing Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes below. So go check those out. Um, I just want to start off with a quick reminder that um, I have linked up with uh, Publisher by Narrative. If you don't know what Publisher uh, by Narrative is, it is a desktop app used to create uh, beautiful uh, blogs more efficiently, quicker. Um, I was not uh, keeping up with my blog posts for the longest time just because it took me a really long time to put them together. And then when, um, when I came across publisher and, um, and saw what I could do with them, I was putting together blogs really fast. In fact, uh, recently I haven't been posting blogs, but these last two weeks I've been putting together a ton of blogs so that I can just start releasing them, um, as I please. And it, it's just a really easy app to use. It's really, uh, it makes everything look really nice and, uh, you should definitely go check it out. You can try it for free. Uh, so go check them out. If you decide you want to, um, purchase it, you can save 15% off using code Del Toro Photo. The affiliate link is linked below in the show notes as well. So just wanted to throw all of that out there. Um, thank you for listening again. If you want to support this podcast, all I ask is that you leave a five-star rating. You leave a review. It helps the podcast become more discoverable. And just tell some friends about it. That would be awesome. Um, don't have any real updates today. I mean, you know, we're just kind of rolling along. Uh, we've been, I've been working um, and, uh uh, nothing crazy. We don't have any weddings going on right now. In fact, we don't really even have, uh, a whole lot of shoots, just a couple of, um, uh, just a couple family shoots coming up, uh, nothing huge. So there's no big updates. So I'll, I'll just get right into the episode. Uh, today we have my really good friend, Eric McFarlane. Um, we're always texting each other, always trying to figure out when the next time we can sit down and record a podcast episode. Um, that is, I think that's like one of our favorite ways to even hang out now. We're always talking about like, hey, when can we get together? Do you want to record? And then we try to pick some really good food to eat and something really good to drink. We like trying new foods. We like trying hot foods. And uh, we always try to find some beers that we haven't tried and, and we share those and uh, we have a good time. So, that's what we did this time. We sat down. Um, we had some hate burger. I introduced them to hate burger here in Redlands. They have a really good chicken sandwich. And we had some beers and we talked about some really funny stories about how he accidentally uh, took a couple to a nude beach. Um, he talks about a little experience he had with uh, a not so good experience he had with a wedding planner. And um, the big one he talks about his switching back to Canon. And if you've heard him on uh, on the previous episodes, um, you'll kind of get to know his his history on that whole thing. He started as a Nikon photographer. He switched to Canon in in previous episodes. He's talked about that, and then um, 
about a year or two ago, he made his switch over to Sony, and now he's switching back to Canon. And you know, he whenever he's switching, he does a lot of intensive uh, research. Um, when he gets the cameras that he's, you know, when he switches over, he does a lot of research there, and he's always texting me like his little tests that he does in low light and with his flashes and and the lenses he gets and um you know he's he really knows his gear really well and uh he really uses it to the extent that you can so he's a really good go-to person to talk about uh those kinds of things so he came on the podcast we talked about all that we had a really good time uh so without any further ado i present to you eric mcfarland Man, we have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. You have not been on the podcast for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, so much so that we keep having texts like, oh, that, that's good for the podcast. <laughs> we should bring that up on Save the podcast. It, write it down. <laughs> and you actually keep asking me, like, when are we going to do a podcast episode? Uh, when COVID-19 has ended. Mm, so then... I got tested. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. I actually got tested so that we could record this episode. Nice. Nice. You got my memo, right? You got tested too? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. How's uh how's everything going? You know, uh, it's been okay. It's been better. Uh, lots of like cancellations and postponements and things like that. Yeah. Um, what's the What's the business looking like on your end during during all this uh mm. during the pandemic yeah so we've had uh i think as of today we got an email today i think 21 weddings have been postponed or canceled wow um thankfully a majority <coughs> of them have been uh pushed to next year so we're still able to get that income next year yeah uh but at the same time those are dates that aren't available for potentially new clients yeah um so kind of a bummer on that aspect but still like good that we're not totally losing them did you have anybody that only because this is what happened to me but did you have anybody pay in full (laughs) and then still have to postpone for next year so you're you know uh yeah so we had one that paid in full like they booked us gave the deposit and then like a few days later gave the rest of the money and this is like last year i think um and And then moving into next year (laughs) so they their actual date was uh like in may i think and they pushed it to like two weeks ago three weeks ago and i had the date available Mm -hmm. and i was like oh thank you i don't don't have to deal with like having given money back or deal with that whole like headache of cancellation have you had to deal with any of that uh not not really think um people have been just kind of like cool with like transferring their dates over and i'm I'm cool with like transferring their deposits over and just putting everything to a new date without any issues or anything and there has been some where we've haven't been uh, available on their date, yeah. but all of those so far have been ones that we've already shot in game sessions. So I'm like, that's I don't want to deal with the headache of this. Like you had your session, my deposit is pretty much the price of uh, a session for the most part. So we'll just call it like we're we're even, we're good, and oh, okay. they're cool with that. Oh, that's good. So I haven't had any, any like anything crazy yet. Nothing, nothing them badgering you about. Yeah, getting money back or anything. Getting money back or like any nasty emails or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. But, it's still young. That's right? that's like 
that's like the biggest worry don't you think mm -hmm. like for me like getting just someone saying something bad about your business even though you yeah. don't necessarily do anything wrong or like the pandemic's not even your fault you know that's mm -hmm. such a scary thing to you don't want to go through all that yeah not at all yeah we're we're people pleasers the last <laughs> thing we want to do is have somebody be upset at us yeah you know, for something we didn't do <laughs> <laughs> that's cool man so everyone's pushing till next year um which is which i'm sure makes it tough because you can't book all those new weddings for next year but mm. you said all the dates were pretty much available for yeah next for year? the most part there's some of them that are have said like we're we're planning for next year we're just not sure what date yet mm -hmm. and so i'm always like hey well let me know if you're deciding between a couple of dates let me know all of them yeah. just so we can be on the same page with like what dates i'm available and what dates we're not because we still want to work with you obviously yeah. um but you know if you're going for like a a date in june or april where i know we're we're already like pretty booked for next year now like it might not be as easy as like january or july or something like in the summertime or whatever yeah so and uh have you been shooting weddings as of recently uh yeah here and there <clears throat> um we've shot a couple that have been like they one had us booked for 12 hours and now it's down to three and um there's been one hmm yeah, one eight-hour wedding that was like a full like full day, but it was like the bride and the groom, their bridal party, and uh, family, and that was like literally it, like 25 people or so. Yeah. But we still like they had us booked for eight hours, and it was still like the normal price. Like they did almost everything you would normally do at a, at a wedding. Yeah. Um, with that, without like dancing and bouquet and garter, but everything else. But what about like the three hour one? Does that does that change uh, like money wise? Does that, uh, that yeah? So asking? thankfully, so, so those ones um, have been also where we have shot engagement sessions. Um, so I'm like, so let's just count your deposit as that session. Mm -hmm. you, that's we're good on that, and you can rebook us essentially for the three hours, and we'll give you a new price. Oh, okay. So they hadn't paid the, the Not, full. Yeah, nothing extra. Okay, so that worked out too. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. I like that. So yeah. Yeah, I feel so. like, you know, I ask because, I mean, that's those are the things I, I want to know about, you know, because those are all like little situations you don't really expect to kind of be in yeah. and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think you handled it really well. Yeah, dude. So you had a, a, a client pay in full and then had to change your date? Yeah. How'd that go? Oh, well, I just didn't touch their money. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that was actually <clears throat> when COVID hit. So um, COVID hit. And like the weekend, it was, so I'm pretty sure it was like the beginning of March, um, all this COVID stuff ha started happening and like it reached us, right? And then um, that weekend when things kind of started like really stirring up, they hadn't closed anything yet. And um, we went to this wedding, mm -hmm. but like, you know, this is where we're like, like we showed up with hand sanitizers and wipes and everything. Like it had, it was already to the point of like, Hey, we don't know what this thing is, but everyone. Oh, I remember when it first started. Like, uh, there was still a lot of confusion uh, to like what was going on. Mm -hmm. But I remember like because we were still at work and they hadn't sent us home, and everyone was already washing their hands like every five seconds. Yeah. And, you know, it was like <laughs> it was so extra. Like it literally like I remember at my office like someone would come over and talk to you, and then they'd be like, "Okay, bye." And then you like spray the air, you go to the bathroom, <laughs> you wash your hands, you come back, you put some hand sanitizer on, and then five minutes later, someone else comes to your cubicle, and it's like the same thing. Gosh, like, dang. dude, what are we doing here? <laughs> so I know that all that was going on, and and so we went to this wedding, and we just got by, and I think the next weekend they shut everything down, and uh, 
the day before that wedding that we shot, um, the following weekend, we were supposed to have another wedding. Mm-hmm. And that couple, they had paid in full. <clears throat> and then we went and shot this wedding. And then, uh, no, sorry. It was that weekend. Uh, that weekend, uh, on Thursday, they paid in full. Uh, for the following week mm-hmm. and then on friday they called us and said they're postponing their wedding mm. so they paid in full and the next day they're like they're, i got on a phone call she she called me and the bride called me and she told me you know we're postponing our wedding uh we don't know exactly when we don't have any dates figured out but you know we definitely want to use you guys still we want to stay with you guys mm-hmm. so we're like okay cool uh that sounds really good you know just let us know what's going on and then the following day we went and shot the wedding i just talked about right mm-hmm. so they paid us in full and i i literally just put that money to the side i didn't want to touch it yeah. because i didn't know what was going to happen this was the first time something like that was going on you know and then um uh, it took a they hit us back up like a couple weeks later and then they were talking about a possible july date mm-hmm. so we we put a couple July dates, tentative dates for everything now that everything got more serious, you know. And I think a lot of people at the time were hopeful things were kinda gonna turn around by July. Mm-hmm. I think that was I remember like a lot of talk about July, yeah. things are gonna kinda <laughs> get back to normal. Oh. Now that we're past July, we're like, Oh, <laughs> that did not work out. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, we, we just kinda we decided to put that aside because from day one there was all these changes all these cancellations you know we were hearing of all these photographers all these all these issues they were having and the last thing we wanted to do is deal with anything like that and if mm-hmm. anybody gave us money we were kind of prepared to just give it right back to them yeah. and, and just like you know not worry about the headache yeah you know and we're in a situation where i have that day job that as that really acts as a buffer i'm, I'm able to do that thing i, I can mm. understand for other photographers who like you who don't you know <laughs> like may have to fight for some of that extra cash mm-hmm. you know um but yeah they called us back and they booked for next year they set a date and they want to stay with us and they ended up getting married they got married at their house they had like a little ceremony and nice. um that also freaked me out like oh they're definitely gonna want their money back <laughs> now Dude. but you know they want to have their dream wedding so, so they, they booked it for next year i think we're I think we're okay nice yeah i just did a, a session uh, on saturday uh we're a couple it was actually their actual wedding date mm-hmm. uh, and they pushed it to i think the same date just next year mm-hmm. and they just went to the courthouse and got married and i met them for like a, a portrait session essentially yeah. on their wedding day yeah um oh so, that's cool yeah but they're still gonna have a wedding mm-hmm. next year they still want to do the whole the shebang. Whole, yeah. Shebang. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's weird times, right? Yep. Like, it's like you don't know exactly what to expect or what's yeah. kind of going to happen with everything. But, you yeah, know. it's a, a definitely a bad time to be a wedding photographer. But at the same time, it's a bad time to be a lot of things. Yeah. So I can agree with that statement. I can agree with that. You had a, uh, oh man, you, you had an interaction with a wedding vendor recently. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to talk about it. Tell me about this. You, you sent me, you sent me a screenshot of it, of an email you got, mm-hmm. right? Tell me about it. Yeah. So, uh, trying to like backtrack a little to so give like a, a good representation of like, the as a, we- a wedding coordinator mm-hmm. and she actually like the, the beginning of it all she called me and booked us based off a referral from the videographer who i've worked with a few times in the past okay um so i'm not sure i think the couple knew the videographer 
and the videographer told the coordinator about me. So that's yeah. how she, so she booked me, I guess, for the, for the couple. And on the wedding day, she was like, ah, well, this, uh, I always get kind of like, maybe it's like pretentious of me, but I get annoyed when the coordinator gives me a schedule and on the schedule has like times that I'm supposed to be taking photos like, like this from two thirty to three, you're supposed to take photos of the, the, the reception or, mm -hmm. um, of the decor of the reception, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> that annoys you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll shoot it when I have the time. I'll, I'm like, I don't need to be micromanaged. <laughs> Dude, I love that you're saying this, actually. <laughs> like, I'm so, like, uh, you know, I'm so particular about the wedding day. I create those schedules for us. Mm -hmm. And so when, <laughs> so when, like, a coordinator puts that down, I'm like, perfect. I don't have to think about it. And you're like, I hate when they tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. So, okay. um, yeah, maybe it is, like, uh, maybe I'm a jerk. I don't know. But, like, I mean, like... We don't need like a schedule to yeah. tell us like when yeah. to do things. Like we're, we've never had an issue. We're like, oh no, we don't, we don't have enough time to get the centerpieces of the tables. Yeah. Like we, there's two of us. Like there's been numerous times where I've, uh, or Ashley's driven herself to go yeah. to the reception and take yeah. photos while I stay back and do photos yeah. of the couple and stuff. So, anyways, things like that. Um, that schedule, and then like on the day, she texted me multiple times. Like I took the bride and the groom out, and she's like, hey, they need to be back in like three minutes. So just, just so you know, like okay, well, that's fine. But like that, like multiple times, um, and then um, you're like leave me alone. Yeah, like kept kept texting me and <laughs> yeah. like like on my case about stuff. Like, yeah. like can I just do my job? Like yeah. everything's gonna be fine. Um, so that whole like she was just really like honestly like like micromanaged us the the entire day, yeah. which like you know I think that's just some people's personality and that's mm -hmm. like they have to feel like you know everything's going well. Which that yeah. wedding was a little bit unorganized and things weren't going well, so I think she was stressed. So, anyways, um, then gave uh the clients the photos i posted one to instagram as like a sneak peek then gave the clients <clears> the <throat> entire uh, album then the client posted their photos like maybe two or three like the bride posted one and the groom posted one and apparently the coordinator in her contract had written out that she has access to all the photos um so there's that and she uh emailed me and said hey could i uh get the photos okay well let me like backtrack a little bit on the, the email. She was really like nice in the uh, first part of the email. Said, hey, just want to know if you can get the photos. Like the, uh, we worked hard, yada, yada, yada. Like, that's awesome. You did. Uh, everything looks great. And then that the, <laughs> Is that yeah, it? the end of the email, uh, I said, uh, I have your phone now. Um, also agreed that I can have full access to all their photos when they signed my contract. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, hold up. Like, these are photos that uh, Ashley and I took for the client, not for you. Yeah. Um. So that's great that you can write it in your contract, but like, they're like, they're technically my photos. Yeah. yeah. That I, I don't know if you saw my contract. Yeah. My contract says I own all the photos. Yeah. So like, you like, <laughs> I just felt it was. Um. I don't know. She was being forward. She was being like, yeah, very like, uh, these these also belong to me. Yeah. So and, like, I've. I, I'm always about like giving photos to vendors. Yeah. Like I, I could care less if they have the photos and they do whatever they want them. Cause honestly, like usually like I'd say nine times out of 10, they'll credit me and we'll get more work from it. So I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. But when they like feel entitled that like, those are my photos. Yeah. Um, I'm like, no, but I took them though. And, and I edited she was them. trying to tell you what to do. Yeah. Like, Screw <laughs> yeah. this coordinator. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there's that email. That, so that initial email and I figured, okay, that's fine. Like if you have a contract, that's between you and the bride and the groom, like not between me. So you yeah. can email the bride. She'll give you the photos. That's totally fine. I ignored that email. Then she emailed me again. Um, 
Oh no, she emailed me again and emailed in the same email had the bride and the groom mm-hmm. also, and um, said just so you guys know, like you signed this contract and sent pictures of their signature and all the contract. Oh my gosh! Um, and said I I don't want to escalate things prematurely, <laughs> but you guys need to get the photos over to me, and. Um, yeah, I was like, no, nah, honestly, I wrote her back. I, I'm not sure if I was that nice about it, uh, but I was like, is I, it the one that you showed me? God, yeah, <laughs> Ash, Ashley, uh, yeah. Do you do you want? I don't have to go verbatim here if you don't want, but you did send it to me. Yeah, I forget what I said entirely, but it probably wasn't the nicest thing. I, th- I think I'd probably burned a bridge, but honestly, like, I no, I think you handled it really well, man. <sighs> I think I think the rebuttal was like pretty. It was the best way you could handle it too, and yeah. give it just give it a tiny little, <laughs> little you know foot trip. Yeah, so <laughs> I uh, pretty much did that. Um, we never signed a contract with the coordinator, so we're not contractually uh, uh, obligated to give her the photos. Uh, it's between me and the client, mm-hmm. obviously. So like the clients gave you the photos, that's totally fine. I don't yeah. really care about that. Um, and also the the clients had told the coordinator that uh they'll give her the photos once they're able to share it with family and mm-hmm. friends and things like that they don't want to give it to her and sh- her and she was going to give it to the rest of the vendors yeah so they can post and said uh the clients said that she didn't want other people to see the photos until they had shared <coughs> with their family and friends yeah um so i was like yes yeah, so, um i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna go with my client and agree with her yeah. and saying that she can give them to you as soon or as late as she wants to yeah there's no date on the on the uh, on the her contract, contract. when yeah. she would get him back yeah so i'm gonna honor my oh, with that being said yeah she should wait a whole year to give her the photo yeah <laughs> so i was like yeah the clients give them to you give them to you whenever when they're able to yeah. like i'm not going to give them to you but the clients will so that's between you guys because your contract yada 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 yeah. um <laughs> yeah and i i said uh also i'd recommend not to approach matters like this in the way that you did so that you can increase your business and get referrals from clients and vendors I'm not sure if I should have said that. But I mean, she's like, never hiring you again. <laughs> yeah, which I'm fine with. That's okay. <laughs> like, there's honestly, there's a lot of vendors. There's a lot of like people that can refer us or us yeah, to refer them. Yeah. And honestly, if I could like create each wedding with like vendors that I've worked with, I know yeah. I get along. If I can like uh, recommend people, like I'm all about that. And, yeah. Um, I think that was a nice way of like it's something you would tell a friend right like hey man yeah you're kind of a dick sometimes you yeah. know like <laughs> you would tell a friend that but you wouldn't just tell any random person because yeah. you know that's rude yeah but I, I think you said it in a way where it's like you you know vendor to vendor that's not the best way to handle that if you want yeah you know, this to be resolved yeah correctly. it was just that she said i don't want to escalate things prematurely I'm like dude what are you gonna take them to court for <laughs> some photos yeah. that aren't even yours yeah um <laughs> For a, for a contract you and I never signed, <laughs> yeah. like it would go nowhere. Yeah. So what I think, uh, I'd imagine that she, how she was with Ashley and I on the wedding day, like really like micromanaging, like not letting letting us do our thing. I'd imagine she does that at every wedding, and there have been times where she didn't receive photos. <laughs> yeah. Because she's a, a not nice. Uh, whoa, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so she had to write it into her contract so that she would get photos from that's people. Hilarious, man. I, I mean, I can't prove that, but I'd imagine that's and why nobody it's has in told there. her yet that uh, that you can't. Yeah. That you can't do that <laughs> until until I did that. And now I'm the jerk. So yeah. Yeah. What are you? That's do? good. <laughs> well, like there's venues that have that too, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and you can and you sign. There's I've seen contracts where it's like we own your photos after yeah. the fact. Like. Mm, you don't yeah no we, we could change this or you guys can just we could just not sign this and we're cool yeah because i've had uh i there was one venue that said that in the contract 
but uh we i mean it was earlier and on and i just signed it and mm. they never asked me for photos so there's yeah. that you know what i mean like yeah. they just kind of like forgot about us so that's cool yeah and which i mean uh i'd say like every single time i shoot at a new venue or anything like that uh I'll say, hey, do you guys want the photos? Because I want them to have them yeah. so they can post to their Instagram and yeah. tag us and yeah. hopefully get us new work. So that's, I think a lot of our um, referrals are based <laughs> off of venues, like specifically venues, posting our work and tagging us. Yeah. And brides going, who are getting married there, finding us and um, inquiring from there. Yeah. So I am 100% for giving all the photos to yeah. vendors, just not if they're going to be jerks about it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and would you would you agree? Like, I feel like, uh maybe i'm just naive but i feel like most of the weddings we go to now like the venues most of the people are like really cool now mm -hmm. like i feel like most people have learned like what how not to handle situations yeah. and stuff and most of the situations we're in they're really cool like uh i just went and shot for you mm -hmm. and the 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 coordinators they were really nice yeah they, you know what i mean like i approached them they were cool with everything they asked me if i needed anything and i feel like that's the situation i see more often than than not you mm -hmm. know every once in a while you run into one of uh the coordinators you're talking about right now uh, <laughs> dude. don't worry i'll bleep out uh names <laughs> <laughs> you're all oh crap yeah yeah them <laughs> yeah but that's unfortunate that i mean i feel like that's uh that's got to be just some old school mentality, right? Yeah. On her end mm -hmm. to think that she's entitled to those photos. Yeah, and, dude, and it was a, a bummer for me. Like I was kind of like bummed out the rest of the day because I mean, felt like I burned a bridge and like mm -hmm. I've never had anything like that happen ever yeah. uh, with photography. And um, did you feel dirty for sending that message? No, I was just <laughs> like I don't know. I don't think that me sending it helped anything. Oh, I yeah. think she's still like thinking that I'm the jerk and yeah. she can act how she wants. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. She still, she, she posts on the post images of the wedding. She, she still tags us. Oh, so she, they, so she, she doesn't totally hate us. She did get, yeah. The eventually at some yeah. point, I'm not sure when, but yeah. And she tags you. Yeah. Wow. So like, okay. Well, maybe you spoke through to her. Maybe. I don't know. Dang. <laughs> we got to find out who has shot for her recently. And, yeah. and see. <laughs> and see what their uh what their experience was with yeah. her dude that's hilarious okay i got it i got another one <laughs> dude you text me and you're like have you shot what did you say have you uh, shot at tory pine that's what you said first right yeah. have you shot at tory pine yeah. in san diego which i have i've uh we did a wedding down there and we did like the the after after ceremony you know the portrait photos uh on tory pine state beach which is really cool i haven't really explored tory pine but basically Tory Pine is a beach uh, next to a cliff, mm -hmm. and on top of the cliff is like a forest. Yeah. So you could like go into the forest and then end up on the beach, and mm -hmm. you know, like so. I haven't actually explored it, but I, we took photos on the beach in a specific area. So I've been down there, and I've also researched uh, beaches in San Diego, so I knew exactly yeah. what you were uh -huh, talking uh -huh. about. <laughs> But you said, have you been? What did you tell me? Have you oh, yeah. Been? So yeah. I, I planned this out because I'm going to like, I don't want to like give anything away as I was texting you. I said, uh, have you ever shot at Torrey Pine State uh -huh. Beach before? Yeah. And I was waiting for a response. <laughs> and then have you shot at uh, Black's Beach before, which is in Torrey Pine? <laughs> I started cracking up when you said <laughs> Black's Beach because I already, you know what? You know how I found out Black, about Black's Beach is uh, it was just like a news article. Mm -hmm. uh, like I saw it in the news article one time. And I was like, what? For for all of you that don't know, uh, Black Beach in San Diego <laughs> is a is a nudist beach. Yep. You can be completely found nude. <laughs> and Eric found that out the hard way. So, uh, 
Let me, I'm going to blame this and 100% on COVID. Okay. <laughs> because, uh, so Torrey Pines, it, it's huge. It's like a really big, yeah. like, stretch of beach. There's uh, two parking lots. Um, you can drive up to, like, the forest area. There's a parking lot up there. Yeah. And then if you drive past that, like if you drive around like the the forest area, there's another side you can park at also. Mm-hmm. So it's huge. It's a really big beach. We planned to meet at the 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 first parking lot that you first drive up to, and that parking lot was closed because the beaches were closed or the parking lots were closed for the beaches because of COVID. <clears throat> yeah. So if COVID wasn't hap- happening, we could have parked there. None of this would have happened. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I've shot up there at um, up top at Torrey Pines. There's like a it's called the Gladderport where people can like do parasailing or uh, I think it's parasailing. Well, that's or you're attached to a boat. Anyways, where you're floating from a yeah 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 thing. Um, and so I've been up there before for shoots, just up there, like little like smaller like family shoots. Yeah. Uh, never went down to the beach or anything, but I knew there was a path that went down to the beach, and so. When I saw the parking lot was closed, I was like, oh, no, we can go to the Gladderport area. The parking there is super easy. It's just huge, free parking. You park there. And we can shoot up some up there. And then I'll go, we'll go down that path to the beach and do some on, on the water because they wanted some yeah. of the water. But you'd never gone down there. Mm-mm, never. Okay. It was uh, it's it's probably like a 10 to 15-minute walk down the path <clears throat> and not the easiest thing. Very so, secluded, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I kind of like go down there and check it out and then come back up. Be like, oh, yeah, this is, this is good. I was kind of like rolling the dice. Like, yeah. I see those people down there. And there's water and the big cliffs. It seems like it'd be a cool spot. Yeah. So we do the the, the pictures up by the Gladderport area. There's old look in the cliffs, and then we start walking down. And like <laughs> 15 minutes later, we get to like the bottom of the hill, and then there's like a lot of people there. I'm like, oh, that old guy is no. <laughs> and there's a bunch of like old dudes naked. At first, you thought there was like maybe one crazy person there, yeah. And then you're like, no, there's, there's a ton of people. Yeah. So it is definitely it's a it's a nude beach, but I would say ninety eight percent of the people were fully clothed. Yeah. Uh, yeah except yeah. for a select few yeah. who were uh, not. Yeah. Clothed. At I, all. I read when I read it, it wasn't an exclusively nude beach. It's yeah. just you're allowed to be nude mm-hmm. down there if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, it, the the couple was cool about it. They were like. Yeah. We were all laughing about Did it and stuff. you have to Photoshop any no, thankfully the, the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, there actually, there actually was uh, uh, the, my, my, the blurriness, the depth of field. I didn't realize as I was shooting, yeah. but I remember like, oh, I think that person was naked. I think that's that person right there. But it was like a, yeah. a, a yeah. blurry blob. So you couldn't see anything. The whole, the whole first time you really body. were happy. You had uh, uh, aperture one point four on your camera. <laughs> yeah. So everything I, actually on the beach, I was able to position them and angle them to where there was nobody, nobody mm-hmm. behind our what background. What did the couple think about all this? We were laughing about it. They, they were cool about it. The 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 did groom, they know? They didn't know. No. Wow. They're they're from uh, like Northern California. Yeah. And they're getting married down here, so they were down here doing wedding stuff. And happen to do their photos also yeah. um, here. And you took them to a nude beach. I here. took them to a nude beach <laughs> accidentally. Um, That's a great story, man. <laughs> but you know, the photos turned out good, mm-hmm. and uh, I was I, I was worried about like being down there with the camera. Like, yeah, are people are gonna think I'm like a, a creeper. Am I gonna get like yelled at? Like, yeah. I, I feel weird being down here with this camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there there were other photographers there with uh, there were models who were um, also nude. Yeah. Okay. Just like not not totally, but yeah. Okay, well that dude's like taking a picture. Like I think I think I'm fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we still kind of like 
stayed to, away from everybody and like sucks the clips and like were the cu- was a couple worried you were about to like ask them to go <laughs> <laughs> we were we were joking because they had a their change of outfit yeah and they said oh, well there's <laughs> a perfect place to do it <laughs> but oh, they, they still covered up and yeah, changed of course, it of course. <laughs> um wow. but yeah dude it, uh, uh, that was funny to me that's a good experience but yeah i think the the couple that i brought down um the the guy was like yeah i've been to like italy before i've never been down here before to like nude beach he's like okay yeah. so you've been to one before so you're not going to hate me entirely for bringing yeah. you down here <laughs> so um but yeah i'd imagine if i had like a more like conservative or like uh uptight couple then uh that yeah. probably wouldn't have gone yeah. as well yeah so i'm glad it was them <laughs> <laughs> so good oh you want to grab a beer real quick yeah i need, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need one now <laughs> let's see oh. yeah so good thing maria brought that up <laughs> while we were while we were grabbing some uh some beers Maria was asking you about uh, about Eric. You you mm-hmm. you're switching back, you traitor. Well, see, I'm not really sure if it's me being a traitor on uh-huh. Sony's end. Maybe it's more so me being a traitor on Canon's end. Yeah. Well, you know what? You were a traitor on Nikon's end too. <laughs> so true. you're just turning your back on yeah. everybody. What's next, dude? You're gonna go to Panasonic and just leave us all behind? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> dude, I went to a camera store. I won't say which one because everybody knows this store. <laughs> but and I met the owner and everybody knows this owner too. <laughs> but um he was selling me hard on the Panasonic Panasonic uh I don't even remember the name of the system, but it was like it was the um equivalent to the Fuji XT two system mm-hmm. at the time. So like, right? yeah, like, so yeah. Yeah, same thing, but Panasonic's mm-hmm. and uh they must have just I think just in general that camera store was trying to like hustle Panasonic hard yeah. at the time or else he would have been so pushy. He mm-hmm. brought out every lens, every like two of the cameras and was like, it has this, it has that. I was like, cool, <laughs> man, I'm I'm not switching to, hey, you really got to look at it though. You really could do this. And, and I remember asking about like the low light and there was a bit of a, well, yeah, no, you know what it is? <laughs> it, it does pretty, actually, you'd be surprised how well it does. Like, ah, man, I don't know. I don't want to be surprised. <laughs> I don't want to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh yeah you're you're uh planning on making the switch back yeah i'm, I'm thinking about it it seems more it seems like i am yeah um seems like you are <sighs> yeah so okay whenever i upgrade cameras mm-hmm. uh so so yeah you're right in the sense i started on nikon had a nikon d300 shot with that with forever and I would have stuck with the Nikon, but at the time I didn't have any. I wanted a full frame camera that shot video mm-hmm. also. Um, and at the time, I don't know, like 2010, maybe, I'm not sure. Um, Nikon had the D700, which is a full frame camera, a great camera, but did not do video. And Canon had the 5D Mark II that had come out, I think a few years before possibly, that had the full frame and the video. And I was like, okay, well, uh, maybe I'll just get that camera because I want to pursue this whole photography thing and I might as well have like a camera. I want to step up, you know, I don't want to like, if I'm going to spend the money on a new camera, I don't want to buy something that's not as good as what, a, what like the best camera I can afford is. So comparing like this D700 and the 5D Mark II, I think they're, <laughs> I don't know, generally within the price range of each other. I imagine the Canon was more expensive, but I got a video with that camera, so I figured I'll, I'll just get that one. And it, I think it had been out a couple of years, so I can get a used one off eBay or something like that. Yeah. So ended up doing that and um, sold all my Nikon gear, like the D300, I think a 51.4, 
um, 82 or yeah, 8200 2.8 and some other lenses. Sold everything and barely had enough money to buy the 5D and a used uh, first gen 24 to 70. And that's that was my Canon setup. Just, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so upgraded to a new system because my current system didn't have anything with what I wanted. So that, at the time, that's pretty well, impressive. You were willing to give all that up just yeah. for a body and a lens. Mm -hmm. That's got to be a tough decision. Yeah. <laughs> so so yes, yeah, so I had that, uh, and um, and now going back to Canon, you're only going to be able to afford maybe a body. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. So yeah, so then uh, uh, I stuck with Canon. Got the the Mark II up to the Mark III. Then finally, I've had I have two Mark Threes, um, and my main Mark Three uh, was that like I just wanted to check the shutter count on it one time. This is a like a, a long time ago, a few years ago, and um, it was at three seventy five, I think, oh my God. which I think it's rated for two fifty. Hadn't you already switched the motor though? Uh, so that was I I, I checked it um, the, <clears throat> the, the the shutter count on it, and it was like three seventy five, which is way more than what it's allotted for i'm like this seems unsafe being i'm a professional photographer and i need my <laughs> camera to work out yeah. you. <laughs> so i took it to canon and got a new shutter and it was like yeah. 600 bucks so i had a new shutter um old camera but it was still good yeah um then finally shot through that a bunch and now um i think now it's back up to like 275 or something like that and uh so i was like well uh i'd like to upgrade my camera the 5d4 is a little pricey and um it just it was, dropped in price though well this is like uh okay, okay, when okay. the a7 III came, I, I was i've been yeah. eyeing sony but uh, we're not, still talking your switch to sony yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm leading up to why Sorry, why, why i'm a trader <laughs> <laughs> i'm um, trying to get to the point why are you <laughs> just kidding anyways uh so yeah uh sony had uh dual card slots i autofocus which mm -hmm. that was a big sell for me and uh the buffer time on the 5d3 uh, I'm sure you know if you've horrendous, was, yeah, terrible, yeah, hated yeah. it. Um, and so I rented the A7 III, and I was blown. I was, I think I was sold when I first got it. Put the dual cards in, and held the shutter down on like high plus plus or high plus the shutter the yeah. um, shutter speed or the um, I'm blanking the how fast a uh, 12, 12 frames a second. Yeah, you sent me a video of it. Too. Yeah, it and just, you could do it nonstop. Uh huh. And I I got up to like I don't know I forget what it was like a. 83 or 73 or something like that way more than i would ever need yeah uh, for the buffer to be and i was like well that's crazy that alone because i mean there's shots where the first kiss where i'm trying to like get their first kiss and then like if people are like, throwing confetti and then they're smiling yeah. and walking down like i need those bursts to be like consistent though yeah. like those all happen fast yeah and the 5d3 were like and you know <laughs> that whole thing uh i think you gave it a little extra yeah, it's <laughs> it's way less than that it's like <laughs> Yeah, and, like, and oh, then come and on, then, and then nothing. Yeah, <laughs> so you have to literally watch the numbers count down yeah. from ten. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was a huge sell for me, uh, and it wasn't um, as expensive as yeah. uh, can uh, the, as the five D four, and I can get the Metabones Mark Four adapter, mm -hmm. which at the time they're like, well, this is almost as good as native Sony. Still, still not as expensive, but go on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so got that um and i've still this whole time i've been shooting my other 5d3 as my second um but got the sony a7 III and uh 51.4 the sigma 50 or no sorry uh but the metabones and shot adapted for a bit and thought mm, i should get a sony lens yeah because uh, it wasn't as uh good as i thought as i hoped um and yada 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 
the lenses, the actual lenses worked out for you. You like yeah. the Sigma lenses. Native lenses yeah. are much better. Um, but uh, little things kind of stuck out here and there when uh, I was shooting it. So I don't know, we've probably shot uh, 30, 30 to 40 weddings with it, maybe. Yeah. Maybe a little more. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's it? <laughs> oh, I guess you've only had it for like a year, huh? Yeah, a little over a year, I that's think. That's true. Okay. Um, so yeah, so here, uh, here, and like when I rented it, um, I sh- I just assume you shot thirty we- weddings since last week. So. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> um, so uh, when I rented it, uh, I had my uh, rented the Metabones with it, and yeah. I had my Sigma thirty five, my Canon Sigma thirty five on it, and it like um, went out to uh, like a pumpkin patch and shot like my the wife and the kids and mm-hmm. did all that those those photos. And it locked up on me like twice to where like it froze and I had to take the battery out and put it back in. And I thought, oh, maybe it's just this camera. Maybe it's just this, um, um, the converter, something. I kind of brushed it aside. I thought, oh, it's, it'll be fine. And went ahead and still got it, even yeah. though with that like weird like issue that it had. Um, and then there have been times. Uh, Did you get it used or was it? Oh, it, this one was just well, when I rented it. Um, so oh, it was rent- used by somebody else, but I was just borrowing it yeah. for the weekend, you know. Um, uh, so I got like the Metabones Mark IV and the Sony or Mark V, I think actually, and um, uh, didn't really have any issues for a while. Uh, but then here and there, I'd get like my LCD screen would freeze um, to where like the last picture I took would show up, but the menu was gone and I couldn't press anything. The buttons wouldn't work, and the only way I could um, get it to do anything was take the battery out and put it back in, and then that last shot would be gone. I think. Um, and uh, the same thing, you know, as you're talking with the Sony's, you have to wait for it to start up and do its thing again um, and run through its motions. I never said anything bad about Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so that um, so that specifically that, that that's uh, happened to me a few times on yeah. during weddings, yeah. but it's always been a, a not crucial time. And then uh, <coughs> probably like a month and a half ago, we were shooting a first look and it did it. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, can uh, yeah. Sony right now? You can do this right now. <laughs> so thankfully, my, my wife was still there shooting, and her camera has been fine. Yeah. Um. So that was annoying to deal with at a, a crucial time like that. Did you so have one Sony or two? Two. two? My, okay. I have one, and my okay. wife has one. That's right. Yes. Um. So I've been always afraid of that happening at like a really crucial spot, or like a, a first kiss, or like uh, something like that. You've had so enough weird things happen. Where yeah. Like this could happen during like a crucial mm-hmm. moment or something. Yeah. So that with the screen freezing, uh, there's been times where um, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm blaming my SD card or not, but uh, I'll be shooting and then it'll <coughs> pop up and say like, oh, this card can't be read. Do you want to yeah. reformat and like, or not reformat? Do you want to like recover the images, something like that? I'm I'm curious about that. Do you ever do you ever put that same card in your Canon camera at all? Uh, no. So uh, the first time it happened to me, because um, at first I had taken all my Canon cards and formatted yeah. them all in the Sony or Canon format them on the canon then format them in the sony yeah um and just use those ex- exclusively with the sony yeah um and then uh that happened for the first time during a family shoot um and i had it was like a big like a, a full day like multiple like a family day session or um whatever it's called like you a bunch of families in one day yeah um so i had brought like an extra camera and extra memory cards just, just in case something crazy happened i'm glad i did because this happened and um just put everything uh new cards use the other camera the rest of the day and um uh yeah and uh the same thing to where like the last few photos weren't there but um uh, you had taken enough yeah of that family uh uh-huh, and then shot yeah. on, on a new card 
and um <coughs> so so then i got all i spent the money and got all new cards for the sony and used them and it had happened probably happened three or four times in the past year which doesn't isn't a lot i admit but it's enough to where like if this were to happen during a cruise i feel like that's enough because yeah. you know we we've been fortunate where we i've had one card issue and it was a long time ago and it was mm. a kingston card yeah, that i yeah, just yeah. happened to have you know what i mean and i never went and bought one of those ever again yeah but uh but when i was shooting when i got all sd cards i still had my my canon my i had a 5d3 still and i would use the sd cards between cameras and i want to say no it I want to say the camera did something. I can't remember what happened, but the camera did say something weird. I think it was on the Canon or something. And mm-hmm. the first thing I thought of was like, is this a memory card thing? You know? So from then on, I, I was like, you know, if I'm going to be shooting mainly Sony, which I do, I have two Sony bodies. I was like, I'm never going to put any of these SD cards in a Canon mm-hmm. ever again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know if I need to buy a couple more cards, <laughs> just like reserves in case I ever end up with another body. Because yeah. at my work, we use Canon and there's been times where like I'm almost needing another card or something like that, you know, but my work has their own cards. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. Do you, you think it was a card issue? Yeah, uh, I, I can't prove it. So it's happened, like I said, like three or four times and every time it's always been slot one. So I'll take that card out and like mark it with like Sharpie or something yeah. just so I know like this card might be funky. <clears throat> um, and it's happened to like yeah different cards it's uh hasn't been the same card yet um and so yeah so there's that so there's the card issue there's the locking up weird freezing issue which i'm not sure if that's and really the tamron issue yeah and then uh focusing which uh specifically it hasn't really happened on mine my body too much but i'm i'm u- using pretty much exclusively the sigma 3512 um and occasionally the sigma 514 but my wife was at the time was using the Tamron 28 to 75, I think mm-hmm. it was. Um, and that one, uh, during the day, like during daylight and during like setup and like getting mm-hmm. ready photos, like it was great. It was sharp. It was awesome. Um, but specifically with the flash attached to the camera during like speeches or during a first dance or during mm-hmm. like anything where a flash is attached to the camera, um, it would just like back focus by a couple of feet and it'd be like, enough to where the the photo wasn't deliverable it was just just too out of focus and like my wife gave me her camera with the lens on it and said it's not focusing so i go to it and um you know make sure it's not user error and sure enough like everything like i was trying to take the the same photos yeah and they're just like out of focus Uh, i changed like to spot focus i was on continuous then changed it to spot and the same thing happened then i swapped to a different lens and i think it was improved a little bit but not you think the camera still sums up with the camera though maybe uh, yeah so you not, got you got the 24 to 70 and you're still having the same issue yeah i think still like it's um mm. not as much but uh and i at the, <clears throat> the same time i i don't think anything's wrong with the camera i think yeah. i were i think we were just so used to like the dslr like it like being pretty like with the 5d3 like i was happy with that camera with its focusing abilities i was focused and locked yeah but i i never look at the back of my sony's and go oh that's kind of out of focus but it's okay do you know what i mean like they're they're always on point so that's Mm got to be an issue yeah right yeah maybe i don't know does the other camera do the same thing um no well uh our setups are different for like uh her like yeah so for uh the like first dance photos all have multiple flashes set up with my camera and so like my settings are going to be different from hers but you haven't tried 
setting shown. up your camera as her camera, like to see if it's doing the same thing. Yeah, no, I haven't tried the tam mm-hmm. the Tamron yet because it's always. I never think about like looking into it. I never want like in the middle of a yeah, wedding. Yeah, you're like, busy shooting yeah. a wedding. Yeah. Um. So that being said, there's a bunch of, been a bunch of like smaller things that have happened, which uh, I mean like you. Like, well, you, and then the big thing is. Canon's been coming out with these beautiful mirrorless cameras yeah. and their new lens technology and you've been staring at that while having all these mm-hmm. minor issues with your Sony cameras. <laughs> yeah. You're ready to just uh, be a trader. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, so, yeah, um, so, yeah, so we talk about like the R6 specifically, so I'm looking more into that and I like that because <laughs> if it's finally Canon has a mirrorless, it's dual cards, which yeah. I wanted that, has the eye autofocus. Took them I, long enough, right? Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> And has the yeah the eye autofocus which I wanted that uh, I use that more than I thought I would, and um, the eye focus is amazing. Mm-hmm. It just there's a there's such a, a sense of uh, what is that of uh, just um, like knowing that you're knowing that you're focused on the eye. Like come yeah. on, like that's mm-hmm. like that's the goal, right? And and a lot of times when when I do when I did portrait photos on the Canon. Even though you focus on the eye, you'd go back and it was like shooting 1.4, you'd be focused on the nose. And yeah. it's not a big deal if you zoom out or whatever, but like you knew. Yeah. And with the Sony, it's nice knowing that every time you, you know, even even you're, even when you're running and gunning, you're focused on the mm-hmm. eye for the most part. Yeah. So, yeah, right? I appreciate like Sony. Like Sony's a, a great camera. The A7 III is a great camera. And my, I shoot the 35 1.2, like I'd say 95% of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like shooting like photos of like the bride or like some uh, individual, I could put it on 1.2 and mm-hmm. get the eyes locked on. Yeah. Um, and that's like awesome. Um, which, yeah. So it's a great camera. I mean, it's just me specifically like this. I've had these issues, which I don't think that everyone with a seven three is going to have these issues. It just happens to be my unique situation, I guess. Um, but. I still have all of my original Canon lenses with the exception of a 51.2. Um, but I have like my 24 to 70 and 81.2 and 35.4. And like, that's really all I need. Like the 50, I didn't use that much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, well, I could sell all my Sony stuff and get two five or uh, R6 bodies. And it's almost like we never left. Like I'd have to spend a little more money because you know, these lenses that I paid for, um, for the Sony bodies, and stuff but it wouldn't be that bad in comparison to like starting from scratch you yeah, know like yeah. i still have the ma- majority of my canon lenses yeah. so tell me, tell me about it <laughs> 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 so uh so yeah it wouldn't be that hard of a transition from yeah. like switching from like nikon to canon to where i have no nikon uh, nikon canon glass um and yeah. have to buy all new lenses which i already have and you're for sure lenses. going for the R R six. Yeah. No R five. No, I don't need that no. many megapixels. That many, <laughs> that big of a file size. That's that's what I tell myself when I look at the the A nine. Dude, kit, yeah. But but I still want it mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> yeah. That's I was like set on the A nine for a while until the <clears throat> the Canon the R six came out. Yeah. Which I don't know. I just I've had yeah like three Mark twos and two um, two Mark twos, and all of them have been pretty good. Like. I think my Mark III had a, a couple issues, yeah. but there's only one issue. And uh, when I got the the shutter replaced, the Canon rep said, "Oh, you're getting like the, I forget what it was, like Air 01 or something like that. That's because yeah. your shutter was high, so the new shutter will, should fix that." And haven't had any issues, like weird issues with the the Canons. So, 
um, I'm hoping that Canon can hold true on that aspect to it and not have any more issues. When are you, when are you, get, when, when are you going to make the switch? I don't know. Uh, got to see like what the avail- availability is like. I'm not Everybody gonna... wants to know when you're going to sell your <laughs> Well, they're probably not going to watch it now that I think about it's it. It's all broken and it sucks. <laughs> Yeah, um, when, when are you going to make the switch, man? Yeah, so for sure, like, not right away. Uh, I'm not going to pre-order or anything because I still, like, I don't have the money to buy it outright. I have to sell all my gear first, yeah. all my Sony gear at least. Well, all your weddings are postponed, so yeah, they're a good time to do it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so I think uh, for sure, uh, I'm hoping this year, though, because we can get that tax write-off. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see because I think it comes out in August and... I'd imagine it'll sell out quick right as it's released. So I have to wait for the mm-hmm. next batch to come out, which yeah. I don't know if it's going to be 2020, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping by like December or so. You start thinking about actually making the. Yeah, the I'll see what our weddings switch. are like and if I can afford like not having a camera while waiting for a new camera, if that all works out. So. Well, I do got to we'll say, see. man, it um, it's been really great being friends up until this point <laughs> and uh i i'd be lying if i said that i wasn't gonna miss you <laughs> and uh all our talks and uh i'm just kidding hey, hey, hey. i have a question though so let's say hypothetically you could just take all of your sony gear and just trade it on over and get the equivalent canon gear like uh, you can get r6 or r5 if yeah, you want yeah. would you would you yeah would absolutely you <laughs> cool Cool. <laughs> I'm a trader too. <laughs> cool. Dude, honestly, like, I've been looking at those cameras and, and everything they're doing. Obviously, when the what was it when the R came out, I thought it was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one uh, SD card was definitely uh, a no no for yeah. me. You know, for for weddings, I know there's photographers that are like, oh, I'm fine with just you know potentially losing all my photos. <laughs> sure, sure. But, <laughs> but it, that's just not how we work. You know, I like having those um, those safety measures put into place. Yeah. They're important mm-hmm. to me you know and protecting my clients like that so that was a no-go but yep. when, when i was reading about you know what what they're what canon's doing with their lenses and you know the new technology like it sounds really cool i, mm-hmm. I would definitely if i had the money i would love to get one and yeah. and use it why not you yeah. know what i mean I wish I was the type of person that could just get every new camera that came out. And <laughs> yeah, play right. I should have been a camera YouTuber uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I just well, had them all send sending, you a camera. Yeah, they all just send me all their cameras. <laughs> Dude, living the yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can only you can only dream. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I would definitely make make the switch if I could, especially with the uh, the R six. Sounds cool, man. Um, mm-hmm. I do have to say that. I haven't shot video on any of the new cameras. I'm sure it's really good. Mm -hmm. But one of the major reasons that I switched over to Sony was because I liked what Sony offered on the a7 III when it came uh, to photo and video Mm -hmm. simultaneously. You know, we started shooting more wedding films and stuff. And I I loved what I I myself was capable of with uh, Sony's video. quality and look yeah you know what i mean uh i've used some of the presets on um canon to make uh to be able to play around with like uh color correction on 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 their on the video more but Mm -hmm. i I don't know i i still shoot canon for work and um 
so I do both video with Sony and Canon, and I still just prefer my Sony gear when it comes mm-hmm. to video. So yeah, uh, I'm staying Sony for now. Hey, you know, rock on, so. man. But I don't know when you get your R- R6, <laughs> I'm gonna have to play around with it and see yeah. uh, see where we're at and see if Maria will let me switch over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we started recording again, Maria asked you what did what did Ashley think? What did Ashley think about yeah, you she, switching? She was over? very very much against it, <laughs> uh, specifically because we had just bought. I mean, it's been like a little over a year that we've had the the yeah. Sonys. Yeah. And you know, spent all that money on it. Well, and she like, didn't hear. Hey, uh, I'm thinking about switching over to Canon. It was more like, hey, I'm thinking of dumping four thousand dollars <laughs> worth of monies and and spending it again <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> she wasn't for it no yeah i think uh so i've been trying to like drop hints at it so like when it actually happens she's like less angry so it's not like totally out of the blue yeah so like when i heard of the r6 before it had been even announced i heard that there was like a, a mirrorless that was dual cards and like 20-ish megapixels and yada 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 and i thought okay well that sounds like a camera i might be interested in and whenever she complained about like the autofocus issue or i had my issues with the cards or the locking up locking up stuff i was like mm, oh, you know canon's coming out with the this the mirrorless camera at some point i don't know when but maybe we should switch back she's like that's so stupid we just spent the money on this you're so dumb and which <laughs> is true all that's true it um, is you're pretty dumb man but uh, yeah no <laughs> for sure uh but i think her consistently having the issue and then um one of the a wedding we shot uh, a few weeks ago it ha- um had the same card issue to where it said like oh there's an error reading this card or something yeah. like that and i was like <clears throat> up with a couple like up away from my bag where i didn't have my extra cards on me so i had to like call ashley and be like hey could you bring your camera up here real fast and like yeah. that awkward like this is dumb like i need yeah. to use this camera real fast yeah. i don't have any cards on me because yeah. my camera should be working but it's not yeah um so I think well, the that, last thing you want in any, especially a wedding, is like, oh, give me a second. I cannot yeah. shoot at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. You don't want any of those moments. Yeah, so ever. I was like, I mean, the, the couple didn't care, but it was kind of like embarrassing for me and like yeah. seemed like unprofessional on my mm-hmm. end. Like, so um, trying to alleviate moments like that to where, I mean, it's happened before, but yeah. it's never like in front of a client where like they're waiting on me. It's yeah. always been like during candid photos or during a reception and all that. Um, and actually, I think uh, during the family photos, it was I had to switch cameras then the first time <laughs> it happened. But, um, yeah, most of the time it's something where I can just like easily just like grab a card from my bag that's a few feet away or mm-hmm. something like this. Where this point I was, you know, far away from my bag and I had to like have Ashley bring her camera up real fast. So that was dumb. Um, but yeah, and I'm curious if if the if the the new Canon mirrorless is capable of this. You and I were also talking uh, before we started recording how. Um, I, I love shooting with Sony. Everything's good, but mm. you know my 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 very few gripes with Sony is that like there's a bit of lag mm-hmm. for certain situations. Oh. So like when I was shooting with the 5D3s, if something was happening like in the moment and my camera was on my waist, I could literally like pick it up and already be shooting before I get mm-hmm. up to the moment and yeah. just not miss anything. And with the Sony, there's a bit of lag because when when it you know when it when the screen's on. And the screen's off, you know, like the screensaver or whatever. Mm. When you bring it up and you press a button down, there's like a one to two second lag. Yeah. And it's enough lag to miss a moment that you mm-hmm. needed to like shoot right away. And that's honestly one of the only issues that I have yeah. with Sony. And uh and I and I'm curious if the new Canon mirrorless, like you're able to to do that. I have an answer for you. Oh. 
So you can. <laughs> yeah. You can. I'm switching then. <laughs> I was looking up uh, uh, most of the YouTube videos right now are all the R5 because that's coming out soon. Yeah, so all yeah. the influencers are getting the R5 to show off and stuff. And this person was comparing the R5 to the R and turned them on both at the same time. And the R took like, I don't know, like less than a second. Um, and the R5 was even faster. It was like, boom, on. To where like the 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 R was like boom on, yeah. Like a, a hardly even a, dis- a difference. Yeah. To where it's Sony, it's like boom on. On, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't seem like a long time, but in it, it, when it comes to wedding photography, mm-hmm. you know those situations, they they are like in the moment. Like yeah. they're super super fast. Yeah, sometimes. and I, I certainly miss shots because of that. Um, Dang. Okay. So. Well then that would be one thing I'd be looking at. Yeah. And the only other problem is is really just user error. But uh, when I switched over to Sony, um, actually from your advice, I, I, I started shooting on continuous autofocus mm-hmm. and uh, with the focus area being on the widest. So mm-hmm. so I let it, I let the computer do whatever, whatever it wants to choose what I'm photographing. And I would say that it's 90% good. It's mm-hmm, yeah. w- when, when you're with the couple, when you're in a crowd with the couple, I, I would say it's still 90% good. Mm-hmm. And and it'd probably be even better if I took that step further. Do you do do you use a priority face focus? Uh, no, I'll just use like I focus and like the single spot and I'll just move okay. my focus point I am, around. I imagine, I'm gonna have to test that out too. Mm-hmm. But I imagine, you know, the priority face focus, you, mm-hmm. can, you can set priority to when you get to your your wedding, you can take a picture of the bride and yeah, make so her, her face. face yeah priority mm-hmm. so then when you're in the crowd it's always looking for her yeah so i imagine that that would make it a lot faster i haven't tried that yet but without that i would say it's at 90 percent good i'm always getting focus on the bride and groom mm-hmm. or the subject in front of me when yeah. i need it um but there are situations where you know i'm trying to do something different maybe something creative or just you know um i'm i'm my com my composition is different and I need the focus over mm-hmm. here. So I have to switch over to a single shot and then I have to switch my focus over to like center or, you know, the flexible center. Yeah. And that does not take a long time, but it's long enough to be, to put the camera down, look at it and tell <laughs> my couple, like, give me one second yeah. here. I'm just making this <laughs> switch almost there. Oh, nope. I accidentally pressed it <laughs> off. I got to go back, <laughs> you know? Dude. So it's long enough where it feels embarrassed. Like you said, it's embarrassing to have to like do that. Yeah. So uh, my project right now is to figure out how to set, you know, like a magic button on my camera mm-hmm. to just automatically switch from one to the other. Yeah. So. Dude. Okay, uh, before we go, <laughs> got a couple questions I asked on the Facebook group. What would you want to ask someone who's switching back to Canon now that the R6 and R5 are coming out? Which, you know, mm-hmm. now they're going to know that that was... Well, they're going to know it was about you because you commented on that <laughs> post. Uh, but, let's see, we got some questions on here. Um, <laughs> Michael Orlando asks, are you also buying a portable fan for video? Uh, if I do video enough and it's hot outside, I'll get a <laughs> fan that attaches to my hat and like goes in my face. Yeah. But yeah. until then, I don't do video. You could so. also, you know, what you could also do is uh, you can get a Camelback and fill Dude. it with water and freeze it and put that in your camera backpack. It's not a bad so idea. So it keeps your cameras cool. Nice. <laughs> and I think specifically referencing the, the R5 has been having mm-hmm. uh overheating issues yeah so i think you're safe right with the r6 i don't I think, think so and yeah i, I don't i'm 
I, mean, I, I don't do video enough, and if I do do video, it's not 4K, and it's not like left on for a long time. Mm. So I'm just doing more photography stuff. I think you'll be all right. Hey. <laughs> uh, Steven Van Elk uh, asks, heard the ISO in the R5 at 102,000 produces an image that's just as good as the 5D Mark IV at 6,400 which is what I consider to be the highest you can push ISO in the 5D Mark IV and still get a good image. Is that a factor in the switch and how does that compare to your Sony ponies? Oh my gosh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, anytime I can get like, push the ISO as high as I can get. I think on the, the Sony's I've gone like 3,200 mm -hmm. um, and it being okay. I might've pushed it to 64, but not, not really that often. And that's, uh under like where i'm kind of more like experimenting like oh, this like this photo doesn't matter as much so i'm going to push the iso on this um to where things that like uh speeches or first dances or anything like that i'm going to mm -hmm. stick to what i know the camera can do and create a good image yeah but for like uh like dancing photos or things that I, are i can know i can get a lot of yeah. um i've pushed it to like 64 and i think i've delivered some um but the majority i've done like 32 um but yeah i mean anytime like I was looking today, uh, I sent you like photos of Jeremy Cowart, um, who he's like a commercial photographer and he, he's like a big like Canon ambassador. Yeah. So it's, he's a little biased, <clears throat> but still like showing like images from his, his R5. Um, and it was like uh, ISO 4000 and it looks like, could be like ISO 100 it's essentially. It's clean, right? Uh -huh. yeah. And like nighttime dark and all that. And yeah. it was still like really good. So I think like, that alone like wasn't the reason but like little things like that to where uh like the processor or um uh yeah, i think the process or the shutter something from the uh is the same from the 1dx uh mark three i think it is um and uh yeah just like the the quality quality of like its images little things here and there that i guess um, it raises the comfort level of you having that camera mm -hmm. and knowing that you're able to to go a little bit higher and be a little bit more comfortable yeah you know, knowing that you're going to be able to deliver those photos mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah a bunch of little, little things like that and like knowing it's i think that canon's putting like higher quality stuff in the camera yeah. like the the sensor and things like that to where uh i feel like sony they might have like i don't know if they cut some corners or not but they have like some people have had shutter issues also um, which I've talked to you about, which I didn't bring up before. Um, that's in the back of my mind. Too, all the, issues the I feeling. haven't had at all. Yeah. So but don't ask me because I deliver photos at ISO over 8,000. <laughs> that's for another episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got another question here. Uh, Brian Michael Keegan Hudson. He asked from a business perspective, can you justify the cost of switching based on the increased capabilities and thus extra value you will provide clients? Yeah, I think, uh, again, like specifically for me, because I have all my original Canon glass with the exception of the 51 II, um, the the transfer back over is pretty, for the most part, pretty seamless to where I have everything I started with before I left. Uh, for the most part, I have yeah. all my same flashes and all that. Um, and like the 50, which I didn't really use that often to begin with. So I think... I'm hoping that after I sell all my Sony gear, I'm not spending much more of my money extra uh, on the bodies <clears throat> and still being able to like come back to where I left off from, from Canon, which um, isn't to say like uh, if someone else were to switch and has not pointing buddy out, but they've like entirely 
Sony gear, you know, that's a little little more money they have to put for put forward to buy all like the new like lenses and bodies and especially like the RF lenses are like dumb expensive. Yeah. Um so I think for me specifically cuz I have the lenses already, like I can justify it um having a camera that hopefully won't like freak out on me and create errors during crucial spots in the wedding day and things like that. Um it's worth it for me to upgrade a little bit to something that hopefully should be more i don't know reliable hopefully that's the case um uh yeah but i don't think you really worry about your clients too much in that aspect right because they don't know (laughs) what you're shooting with or any of that stuff yeah i mean they're mine i just have a a camera and i'm shooting with it and do you have any clients ask you what cameras you're shooting Mm -hmm. with yeah yeah here and there that's always cute huh? yeah <laughs> and then you give them a straight answer, like the full name of your camera, and they're like, "Oh, good, yeah, yeah, that sounds good." <laughs> yeah, sorry, yes, man. <laughs> but besides that, I haven't had any bad experiences with Sony. Mm-hmm. It's really, you know, it's unfortunate that you've had a, a little bit of these <laughs> issues. I know, I know you you kind of downplay it. You're like, these are kind of issues; they're not a big deal, but they're potentially a big deal, especially if they stress you out enough. Yeah. Where you're trying to do business, you're trying to shoot a wedding, mm-hmm. you're trying to not have any issues at, at, at least with your cameras you know and, <laughs> and focus on you know you being able to do your job good and all mm-hmm. that stuff i think i think i think it's enough for you to i think it's a smart move that you're gonna go over and and go to canon and you know test out their technology and, yeah unless they yeah. suck too we'll see well you can always <laughs> come back or, or give another camera a try you know <laughs> well at uh, this point I, I have to sell all my sony gear so there's no there's no, <laughs> no going back on that so, so, after, so tell us eric after after <laughs> canon what, where are you gonna go next i don't know i think uh <laughs> back to film <laughs> i don't know maybe koa or i'll have to get a house of blood <laughs> oh whoa 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 I'll, okay i'll sell my everything yeah. i own i don't think i'll be able to afford you back on this podcast <laughs> when you start shooting house of blood <laughs> No, man, that's really great. I'm excited uh, to use your camera, to, for you to switch over to your <laughs> Canon cameras. <laughs> no, man, that's uh, that's awesome. I can't wait to see how those work out. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, going back, I mean, I still like, Sony's a great camera, mm-hmm. and I'd say majority of people, like, it's a great camera, and it works out for everyone. Just yeah. whatever reason, me specifically, that just yeah. hasn't been as great as I hoped. <laughs> But I'm excited to see what you say about Canon because, you know, I always go to you for like, you're like my gear review person because even when you were, when you got Sony before I got my Sony camera and Mm -hmm. you were sending me very extensive video recordings of (laughs) tests you were doing in your backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Like you got a flash and you're like, when I do this with the flash at this setting, it does it. You're just sending me Mm -hmm. all these pictures and I'm like, all right, so now I know which flash I'm going to get when I switch over, Mm -hmm. you know? So I do appreciate that about you. You're you're really good at at figuring out what your cameras are capable of and how far you can take them. So I try. It's going to be cool to see what you do with this, uh, with the R6. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nice, man. Well, uh, I look forward to having you back on hopefully before you switch over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then again when you do switch over so we can talk about it yeah so sounds thanks. good thanks for being on man thanks man and this was uh this was fun Woo. all right <laughs>
And that's it, guys. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. Remember, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And you can go join our Facebook group where we have an ever-growing community of photographers and vendors. And you can ask questions on there um, about any topic. Um, and you can ask questions on there if you want them brought up on the podcast as well. Uh, so go check them out. Remember, we are sponsored by Publisher, uh, Publisher by Narrative. It's a desktop app used to create blogs more efficiently and faster. Um, you can try them out for free. And if you decide to purchase them, you can get 15% off using code Del Toro Photo. Check all that out in the affiliate link below. Uh, but that's it for this time, uh, for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one.